Christ. And it's no longer us who live, but Christ who lives in us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We have one more skit to do. And then we're going to continue with the teaching. So we're going to ask them to come up. prepared me to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true and with thanksgiving Kathy, what's all that noise? I'll be a oh my goodness how to sing Thank anything else besides that? What about that new song they playing? And a John Deere Green on a hot summer night. Come on, do you know that one? It's been a while since it's been hot in this house, ain't it? Lord, what's up with that? Mm, Jesus, Jesus, huh? prepare me, Lord. You got to have a headache oh, every night, Jamie. Please. My goodness, what you Lord have here? mercy. I, I'm I'm cooking dinner for you and the family. I'm cooking your favorite pot roast. Here, here, taste taste it. Let me taste it. Oh my goodness. How much salt did you put in that, Kathy? Jamie Great uh, day. Let me see. That is terrible. Jamie, that's not that too much salt in this food. Every time Oh my God, here y'all go again. Mom, Dad, we y'all quit it already. Every time oh. I come in the house, y'all fussing and you're arguing. Why? Loretta? What is wrong with y'all? Loretta, this is between your father and I. No, I, I'm part of this family too, you know. This, You are the child. Hey, we no, are the parents. Don't, don't raise your voice. What, Jamie, I, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to call my boat. You can come pick me up. Lord I'm leaving Jesus, this house. I have prayed. I am going out of this house. Lord, Loretta. Have, hey, Loretta, Loretta, please come pick me up. Loretta. And what? I'm trying we to, to, to submit, to Lord. I'm trying to submit. Look at this all the time. Listen to them. Yes, we are. Come pick me up now. I'm packing up my I know I'm supposed to submit. Look, and one more thing I forgot to tell you. I dropped out of school. If y'all don't like it, that's your problem. That's fine. I don't want to hear all this. I'm going to move in with my boyfriend. He's picking me up. Hey, that I won't have to pay for you. Thank you. Hallelujah. I told you. That's what she always say. Hallelujah. Be quiet. I'm going anyway. Bye. Listen, Jamie, let, hold, let mom and dad, no, I'll let, talk to her. I'll talk to her because I know y'all done right by us. Uh, and I yes. will talk to her. Okay. Uh, she, she's just a goody two-shoes. Yeah. She's well, she's doing the best. She, Jamie, you're not satisfied with Listen, anything. I don't want you raising your voice in my kids like that. Lord have mercy. Well, Jamie, me and you have to be on the same you're, accord. You're the weaker vessel of the house. It's me, it's me the kids, and then you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Jamie, at least I, I think you had that figured out by now. What's wrong with you? Hello, Lord, Hello? Help me. <laughs> is anybody Lord, home? Yes, Jamie. Can we talk like two adults? 
Just two two consenting adults. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Just try to cook me something else besides making it too salty. Oh, My goodness. Lord Jesus, this man. I, I've world. been trying to submit to him like there your word you go, said. Man. And you Talking see that our Lord. family is just falling apart. The more I pray, it seems like the worse it gets. Who are you talking to? And I'm trying not to be tired, tired of him, Lord, but I declare oh, I don't know. Goodness. You need help. I need help. <laughs> you need help. You need help with the cooking. You know what, Jamie? I don't know who you. Who are you talking to? It's just me and you in here. Who am I talking to? You. You should know who I'm talking to. Listen. Didn't you say you were you were born again? Didn't you confess Christ? And you don't know who I'm talking to? That. That I don't know what that was. I'm talking to the Father, our Father, about you. About me. You. Well, you need to be talking to him about helping you cook some food. And I, I, I don't know. know. The, the singing, every I day you come home, you're singing I just all don't these know. songs about angels and sanctuaries. Lord, have mercy. What in the world? Lord, what? excuse me, excuse me. Lord, I know you said leave and cleave. I left my parents, but I'm about to leave him too. <laughs> because I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Lord, I know tomorrow is Sunday. And as we go into the sanctuary, Lord, let there be a word. Because I've been praying. I've been trying to reach my family. They're not listening. But I know you hear me. So, Lord, give them a confirmation because they won't listen to me. And I know that you will. Because you hear the prayers of the righteous. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Jamie, do you know where the girls are? Tell them that it's time for church. Your Mom, I found Loretta. <clears throat> Your she was standing on the corner, but I got her to come. Listen, <laughs> we're going to do this for you this one time. Loretta, have you been drinking? Yes. Hey, hey. I, she, she's been drinking some of my moonshine. I gave her a little bit. See, Jamie, okay. you are supposed fine. to be the head of this house. Well, I, I tell you what, let's just just get in the car and go to church. We're going to do this. Who's driving me or you? This is one time for you. But don't be thinking with this is going to be every Sunday okay. thing. Okay, yes, okay. Okay? All right. Thank you. All right. Come on, kids. Y'all driving separately or something? No, we were talking. Okay. <laughs> oh, I praise the Lord, Pastor. Hey. Girl, you can't even stand up straight. Oh, you heard us out in the parking lot. I did. I did. Oh, well, I'm so ashamed. I'm so embarrassed. But anyway, um, since you heard us, um, can I talk to you for for a second? Yes, you can. Um, yes, you can. <laughs> my family needs help. <laughs> I need help. Is there a word from the Lord? Um, my husband's here. We need family counseling. Our family is torn to pieces. Have the Lord, have you been praying for us? Have the Lord showed you anything concerning Yes, he has. He really has. Okay. When I heard y'all doing all that arguing and everything, I said, that family is tore up from the floor. <laughs> they really need help. Yeah. But the Lord gave my word to say. And first, I'm going to start with you, Sister Kathy. Use, um, Kathy, use uh, the wife. The, the Lord says, submit yourself to your husband as unto the church. I try. I heard you. You did. You did. Well, you got a little bit rowdy, too. Yes, ma'am. And husband, he I'm said, love about. your wife. You just be quiet. I heard you. You was not nice. 
<laughs> Husband, you're supposed to submit and you're supposed to love your wife as Christ loved the church. I guess right. I, I guess I have been a little hard on you, but uh, I don't know what to say. Well, I'll try to turn my life around. Well, that's all I ask is that you put forth an effort. Yes, you forgive that's me. good. Yes, I forgive you. All right. Because the Bible says, "Submit, husband, wife, submit yourself unto each other as unto the Lord." Yes. And you children. Especially you, Miss mm-hmm. Grooney. Uh, what? <laughs> Especially you. Oh, me? Uh, yes, you. Uh, what, what, what do I need to do? Well, what do I need to do? Well, you need to give yourself to the Lord. How do I and do that? that? Well, you repent and ask How God do I repent? You. What is all of this? Forgive, to repent? Forgive. <laughs> you forgive. Yes, God, to forgive you. And you want and to um, just uh, accept him as your Lord and Savior. And repent and say you're sorry that you will not do this anymore. That I'll live for you oh, forever. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Turn Thank from your you, wicked Jesus. ways and accept him as your Lord and oh, Savior. Oh, God. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord. Forgive me, Father, for being so harsh to my parents. Yeah. Hallelujah. And he Thank says, you, children, Father. obey your parents. You're Thank supposed you, to go obey your parents. And the Lord, for this is right. Yes. Say, honor thy father and father and their mother, that your days may be long upon this earth, which oh. the Lord thy God giveth thee. Okay. And you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You, you, Fanna, you was a nice. Well, I'm not comparing you, nothing kind, but you have to speak what's. <laughs> speak to what you see. <laughs> but. I was so glad you honored your mother and your father. And you went out and found your sister and brought her yes. back. Yes, thank you, Jesus. And, um, and I'm so glad you did that. Mm-hmm. And God going to bless you for thinking about your sister, going out there, getting her. Because, you know, you obey your parents. You have to obey your parents. Because that's the only way we're going to make it through, mm-hmm. through the word of God. Because they're not going to tell you nothing wrong. Whatever they tell you is for your good. Because mm. they've been where you were going. Mm. And they know the way. And we have to teach you and show you the way and tell you the way, the right from wrong. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so Hallelujah. much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God heard my prayers, Pastor Simpson. Oh, God, it's so good. All right. I got my girls. I promise you, daddy's going to change. Yes. I want you all to. Y'all start respecting your mother, okay? Because I'm going to try to yes, be do, yes. doing, doing what I'm supposed to do with this I household. Sure will, Dad. Thank you, um, Dad. I want to let you girls know this is a, a new new person. You know, old things have passed away. All things have become new. So things are going to be turned around for the good. Amen. 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 Praise Thank God. You. And forgive me for raising my voice at you. Amen. I love you girls. I love you, too, Mom. I love you, husband. I love y'all. Y'all, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Pastor, I even thank love you, too. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for the word. Thank you for the word. Thank you, woman of God. Thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I have one question before all y'all sit down. Is she really saved or she was drunk and got saved? <laughs> Thank you.
Amen. We give God glory. I pray that everything that we're getting, um, dealing with the family, dealing with how the how God wants us to be, dealing with the government and all of that, that we're taking heed. Amen. Tonight, I want to go a little bit further because we talked about the government and how God ordained the government, how God put things in place and God put things in place for a reason. We talked about the family and how God put the family in place. Now I want to go to talking about God's order and rank. And the reason why I'm going over this tonight is because I'm going to prove in scripture that the church is out of order. The way that things are set up in the church is not the way that God intended for them to be set up. And I'm going to go through that so it might be a little long series but it's going to help people to understand that God did not orchestrate deacons to run the church he did not orchestrate for congregation the congregation to make decisions in the church that's man-made and I'm going to prove it through the scripture and this is why so many churches are divided and mixed up because they're giving individuals rights in the church to speak and they're not even where they need to be in the Lord And so we're going to go through all of this through the word of God and, you know, how it uh, come about or how it came about. So everybody can be on one accord. So I'm going to start here back going right back to the beginning. We're going to talk about God's order and rank because God, he do order, he do rank. So God has a way of doing things and we want to follow his way of doing things and not our own way. And I believe if we follow his way of doing things, everything will be in alignment and that will cut out some division and we can walk in unity. We can walk as one. Amen. So we look at Genesis 1, verse 1 and verse 2, which all of us are very familiar with that. It says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So what we see here is God's order. We see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When we say in the beginning God created, Jesus was the beginning of everything. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. So Jesus was in here. It was Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. First is the Father then it's the Son, then it's the Holy Spirit. That's the order, but it's a rank there. The Father is first. He's first in ranking, but we call them the Trinity, which Trinity mean, tri mean three persons. Union, that um, the other part of that is unity, which means um, all of them coming together as one. So we know that God is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So when God put things in order, he's going to do him first, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. And when we go through the scriptures, you're going to see how they're functioning in that order. Because that's how God wanted it to be. So when we look at John 1, verses 1 through verse 3, it says, In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, which is Christ. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. He was present originally originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. So it goes right back to Genesis 1. Jesus was right there in the beginning with the Father. 
um, the word, which is Jesus Christ. He is the, cre- um, the one that helped create things and put them into existence. All three of them had a part in the creation. And that's what we have to understand. And this is why the church is so much out of order, because we're missing God's order and God's rank. God going to have order in his church, but yet he's going to have rank in the church as well. So when we go through this again, everybody need to stay in their place. Because when you're out of the place that God has put you in, there's going to be chaos in the body of Christ. And things will not move the way God wants them to move. You do not go over the authority that God has put in place, whether you like it or not. Because that's called rebellion. It is not for you to decide what this one should do or what that one should do. God has order. He has rank. He has a way of doing things and you got to follow pursuit with his way of doing. It's his way or no way. Scripture has proven, another scripture was Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father first and of the Son second and of the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is mentioned again. God has order. He has rank. So if we keep in alignment with God, y'all, there's nothing that we cannot do. There's nothing that we cannot accomplish because we're doing it the way God wants it to be done, not the way man think it should be done. Another scripture is 1 John 5 verse 7. 1 John 5 verse 7 said, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the word, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. That's the Trinity. And these three are one, meaning that it is three persons, but they make up one God, which is God. Amen? But all of them have order and rank. God put it in order, and he put it in the rank. We're going to look at military, and I don't know how some military work, but some of y'all probably do. Don't you have order and rank in the military? You cannot go over um, the top man's head. He is coming from the head and going down to the bottom. So you got to come up that ladder to get to the head. You can't go straight to the head, can you? Why do we try to do that in church? Why do we try to go over the head when the head is putting something in place? It's because the head is getting it from God. So we have to understand how God operates in the body of Christ. And if we understand how he operates, when you see other churches operating in the opposite way of God, that church is not going to succeed because they're out of order. They're not doing it the way God wants them to do it. So the first thing we got to know, this is God's order. We have proved that it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit by these scriptures. It's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It starts with the Father, then the Son, then the Holy Spirit. Now we're going to go to talking about how God is head over Christ. And we're going to see this in scripture. You got to understand how things work in order for us to go out and be whom God has called us to be. We got to understand this order. When we look at um, God is the head of Christ, we can go to 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 3, it says, but I, would not, I, but I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. So we have to understand it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and all three of them are one. So they do not, um, they come together as one. They don't work against each other. 
So we look at this right here. It says that God is the head of who? Christ. Now the scripture is going to verify that. Because when we look in John 5, 19, it goes on to say, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he see the Father do. For what things soever he do, these also does the Son likewise. So Jesus is saying, I can do nothing. The only thing that I do, I can do nothing of myself. So basically what Jesus is saying, whatever I see my father do, that's what I'm going to do. You see that rank? He's going right back to the father. Jesus, no, I answer to the father. And whatever the father says, that's what I'm going to do. I do nothing of myself. See, that's a breaking right here in the room. We have to realize that God has order. He has a way of doing things, and when we take things upon ourselves and we're trying to do it, we're missing out on what God has put in place. And with us, it's like this. We go to the Holy Spirit. We're going to get there too, but I'm going to give you a little smidget. We go to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit goes to Jesus. Jesus goes to the Father. Then the Father come back to Jesus, and Jesus come back to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit come back to us. So when you try to omit the Holy Spirit, you're omitting all of them, saying, I don't need none of your help. It's so sad in the church. Because when we don't know God's way of doing things, we take it upon ourselves and we try to go over God's head. When you try to be self-sufficient, when you try to be self-righteous, you're saying, God, I don't need your setup. I got my own. God, you don't have to show me nothing. I know how to do it myself. That's called pride. That's called being high and lifted up. And that's what Satan, he wanted. This was when he was Lucifer. He wanted what he wanted God's throne. He wanted God's place. He wanted God's rank. So by him not, um, you know, bowing down to God and doing like God wants, he got thrown out of heaven because God said, no, we have order. He said, I have a way of doing things. Don't think that you're going to be up here thinking that you're going to be above me. I'm El Elyon. I'm the most high God. I'm Jehovah. I'm the self-existing one. Nothing existed would ever exist before me so this is what we have to remember so Jesus he made it clear when he came to the earth he said I do nothing of myself and that's what we have to understand and even while I'm talking to the, talking to y'all about this God's power is moving in this room because there's some pride in this room it's still people that's still trying to do things themselves. It's still people trying to fix it themselves. Yet they're calling on the Father, but they're not recognizing his order and his rank because he said, I'll give you a helper that when you're going through, when you're having trials, when you're getting persecuted, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to teach you. He's going to be there to show you what's yet to come. But if you're not even going to him and hearing him, why are you calling on me because we're one so God said we got to rid ourselves of these things and we got to come into alignment to the way that God does things with you in your word and you seeing how Jesus operated Jesus did not operate outside of the father y'all everything that Jesus done was about the father another scripture was John eight twenty eight. 
John 8, 28 says, Then said Jesus unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father have taught me, I speak these things. Isn't that awesome? He said, I do nothing of myself, but as my Father have taught me, I speak these things. So Jesus was saying, everything I do is not of myself. He said, I go to my Father. And whatever the Father teach me, he said, that's what I speak. Jesus said, I'm not going to speak opposite of my... Y'all, is that not awesome? Jesus said, whatever I say... I'm only saying what the father is saying because I'm going to the father. Remember when he was in the garden and he began to pray to his, who was he praying to? He was praying to the father. He said, father, if it be your will, not my will, but let your will be done. But he said, if it be your will, who do you put first? He put the father. He, he, he was willing to die, <laughs> but he said, father, not my will. But I want your will to be done. But hey, he was human. He was feeling some things. But he said, I'm not going outside of your will, even in the midst of death. Here I am. He looked to who? He looked to the Father because he knew that's what he's supposed to do. Remember, we went back, first of all, through the government and how the government um, operates and how God ordained the government. He set it in place. But we have the choice. We do. This is how the world does. Who you choose to put in these seats, right? But guess what the problem is with the world, with who's in the seat? We ain't seeking the Father through the help of the Holy Spirit. We're not taking the time. We're listening to other folks and their feelings. So we're going on their feelings. So we're agreeing with them because it sound good. It feel good. And some of us agree because we feel like it's going to help us. And we still not consulting the Father because no matter what they do, Daddy, God got us covered. And if we were in our rightful place, knowing who he is, then whatever change come here on the earth, we know daddy got us so covered. Even though it come on the earth, it's not going to touch us because God shielded me. God has protected me. Why? Because God is your present help in the time of trouble. He said, if you call on me. I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things. You are spiritual beings. And as being a spiritual being, our help is from heaven, not the earth. Because the earth cannot do what heaven has already done. We bring heaven to earth. So we have to do it God's way and not our way. When God set up his kingdom here, his kingdom is in us, first of all. We have to present the kingdom here on earth. So when the earth is cutting the food, we want to show them kingdom way of doing things. And that's why the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. And when the earth was all tore up, the word came in and healed, delivered, prospered and set the captives free to let him know as my father say, that's what I'm going to do here on earth. And his kingdom is here right now. But what do we do? We do what earth doing. Because we figure since we're here on earth, we got to line up. If it's not lining up with this Bible, we don't come into alignment with it. 
He tell us that we honor those that are in authority, though. But if they're out of the will of God and they're telling you to steal, that ain't the will of God. So you don't have to honor that. But everybody that's in authority that have rule over you, you under them. And we supposed to obey those that God has put up that authority over. Whether it's your boss, our husbands, women, we supposed to submit to them. But first we submit one to another, right? But we do it unto who? Christ. So we, this is how we supposed to do. So if we keep everything in alignment, there will be less divorces. There will be more people not coming together in marriage just to get in the bedroom. Some of them already in the bedroom. They're just coming together because they think they need to be together. And then when they stay together less than a year, they figure, I just don't need that one. What in the world have I done? This is why when we know the order of God and the way God want to do things, we don't have to spend 25, 30 years with somebody that we say we don't supposed to be with. But we put ourselves in that situation because we're not seeking the will of God for our lives. We want what we want. So Jesus knew that he had to seek the Father. And John 12, 49 says, For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. Is that not awesome? I'm going to read it again. John 12, 49. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. So Jesus said, first of all, he sent me. You got to know who's sending you. And if God is sending you, if he can be for you, who can be against you? And, and then you don't wait to come up with your own commands. You bring in the commands of God. You represent the king of kings. You represent the Lord of lords. So that's what we supposed to be doing. We supposed to be doing it God's way and not our way. And the churches have gotten so much out of order because we're taking man and putting man in the church and we all make up the body of Christ. And if we would do it with every joint supply, people wouldn't be trying to get in other people's lane thinking they can do it better than somebody else. They will stay in their lane and say, this is my position. I'm the hand and the hand need the eye. Because if the eye wasn't there, that hand wouldn't know which way it was waving. But guess what? This is so good, y'all. God showed me this. He said, the most important thing that a body can have is a head. That head hold your brain. It hold your eyes. It hold your ears. It hold your mouth. Without the head, the body is through. Because when that brain is cut off, When that head is cut off, what happens to the body? It dies. The father is the head. When we recognize that head, first of all, the rest of that body is going to function. But we got to recognize that he is head. He's over us. And it comes from the head on down. Not starting with the feet. It starts with the head. God, he's number one. He's supreme. He's El El Yon. He's the most high God. So when you see him for who he is and you get to know him for who he is, you will stay in order. We are out of order because we don't know who he is. When you know who he is, you know his way of doing things and you won't come against those that are in authority. I have learned, even though I'm right, 
I humble myself and I go to prayer and I say, okay, Holy Spirit, I feel like I'm right, but I need your help. You got to show me how to do this because they're saying one thing and I'm saying another, but deal with me. And and I'll give you an an example, a good one. And I told y'all this before, the Holy Spirit is reminding me again. When I got demoted on the job and I was pregnant and I was, you know, doing like God told me to do. What I want to do is run and get away from there. But God knew I'm going to mold you and I'm going to shape you in the home I have you to be. I said, God, it ain't only me. I'm pregnant too. But this was the thing. When I got called in for my evaluation, he told me, he said, overall, you do good, but you go to the bathroom too much. I said, what did you say? You go to the bathroom too much. I said, I'm pregnant. I have to go to the bathroom. When they say you're taking too many breaks, that's the only thing I have. I said, well, I'll tell you this. The girl up there at the front desk, she's taking too many naps. Did they tell you that? Her head all on the desk and she sleep. Did they tell you that? Well, I'm just telling you about you. I said, I'm just telling you about her too. <laughs> so I sat there. And he said, you're going to sign it? I said, no, I'm not. Went back to my desk. I was hot. Because I knew I hadn't done nothing wrong. If you're pregnant, you got to go to the bathroom. So I went back to the desk and I sat there. And in my mind, I'm saying, Father, be like Gloria, Father, Father. I said, Lord, help me. Lord, you got to help me. And you know what the Lord told me? He told me, he said, this is what I want you to say. It got so quiet. And as I was listening, I began to write down what God told me. So when I was writing it down, it was time to go home. When I got home, God said, but it's another thing you got to do. No, I turned it into him. I did that part. When I got home, God said, now in the morning, I want you to go apologize. I said, excuse me. He said, I want you to go apologize to him because he got rule over you. You may not have liked what he said. You may not like that girl sleeping, but that's your boss. And you're supposed to honor him for who he is, regardless if he's wrong. You're supposed to submit. I'm like, oh, Jesus, help me, Lord. But guess what I did? I said, okay, Father, and y'all, this is no lie. I had some peace like never before. When I went and I was, I just clocked in and I was coming down the hall And both of us met in the middle of the hall. He said, Amanda, he said, I need to talk to you about something. I said, can I talk to you first? I said, I'm so sorry. I said, I'm so sorry the way I I came at you. I should not have come at you that way. Forgive me for coming at you that way. And he said, you know what? He said, I'm sorry too. He said, I tore up that evaluation. And he said, your evaluation is fine. And I did. And I think they bumped me up a little bit of a raise. Why am I saying this? How do you expect God to move when you're out of order? How do you expect God to change somebody's heart when you don't see you? Sometimes it may not be us, but a person will humble themselves and go to the Father and say, God, maybe it's not me, but show me how I can present myself to them so we can come together and be in order the way you want it to be. Because you under people who don't know the God you know. How are they going to get to know the God you know unless you get real low and say, here I am. Forgive me. God got order, y'all. He got a way of doing things. And we don't take it out of his order. 
No matter how your boss do, no matter how your husband do. For one thing I have learned, you married the man. That's the one you said God wanted you to be with. That's the one you said that love you. That's the one you said I do to. Now submit to that I do. And if he's wrong, let God handle him. But you humble yourself, but you don't do nothing that's against the word. If he is telling you to do something that's against the word, no, you don't have to do that. But you want to submit in a loving way. You want to bring it and let him speak to you. The Holy Spirit will speak and tell you how to handle that husband in a loving way. God is about love. He ain't about these women all up in the man face. Come on. Be like, be like that. You told Harpo to hit me. You trying to play out that scene again. We don't do that, y'all. We are the kingdom. We carry the kingdom and we present the kingdom here on earth. We don't do things the way the earth do it. We do things the way heaven do it. Y'all are getting taught how to operate from the kingdom. So why are you going on these jobs and in your home and acting like the world? You don't do it like the world do it. You do it like the kingdom do it. And you cannot tell me you in the Bible and you seeking God and you still in yourself. Something is out of order. Because if you are in here long enough, you will know that wasn't you. You'll be done to apologize. You'll be like, Jesus, Lord, thank you, Father. I felt good about that apology. Because the mother apologists. And it don't matter to you who's right or who's wrong. You'll play at Abraham. Abraham knew God so well. He said, Lot, if you go left, I'll go right. You go right, I'll go left. It don't matter to me because he said, you know what? I know my God and my God ain't about strife. So let's, we're brothers. Have we always said that to each other? Have we always got in confrontation, Christian folks? Have we always looked at them and said, you know what? We're sisters in Christ. This should not even be amongst us. We got to work this out according to the kingdom, not according to how we feel. And then you have to humble yourself and say, if I said something, even though you know you didn't, if I said something to offend you, forgive me. And you know what some people say? I ain't saying nothing because I know I ain't offending nobody. That's your pride acting up. See, you in yourself. You ain't doing things in the order God want you to do it. God have taught me that you can reach people more by saying, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I probably come at you the wrong way. Let's talk about it again. Let me hear you what you got to say. When you do that, that person gets so low. That's when you can be heard. But when you come up in there and say, look, you know what you said? You know what you've done, you big head rascal. I ain't putting up with your mess no more. I'm standing up for what's right and I ain't submitting to you, you big head rascal. I always took care of myself. And I'm going to continue to take care of myself, but you ain't working. That's not God, y'all. So God is teaching us his, y'all, I'm going to tell you something. Since we've been doing these teachings and going back through the word, y'all have been getting stuff 
That stuff should not still be showing up in your lives. You should be backing up, bowing down, and saying, you should be crying out to God even more and say, flesh, you're going to die. Because this is not godly. What has come out of my mouth, it does not represent God. So if your flesh ain't hurting, you ain't sorry. Flesh got to really be hurting. Because when you know somebody say something to you, have somebody ever said something to you and you feel it all the way through, you'll be like, hmm. But on the inside, you're like, help me, Lord, help. See, flesh is, it'll die. Flesh will die. And once that flesh really die, the power of God end up rising up. The peace of God, the gifts of the spirit end up showing up the fruit of the spirit. See, some of us want the gifts of the spirit to be in operation and your fruit ain't right. Because faith works by love. So if your faith is not working when you're in situations, you better check your love. You better check to see if you got any unforgiveness. Y'all, God has a way of doing things and we got to follow his way. And this is why God is breaking it down. And some of y'all might have said, even in your mind, I know all that. That's pride again. Because God is showing you his way of doing things. He's showing you even Jesus, even his son, father, son, Holy Spirit, even Jesus said, I look to the father. And whatever the father tell me to do, this is what I'm going to do. Y'all, check this. What person would leave a throne that's not full of all of this hate down here and come down here and walk among this mess? I call that a father that loves us. And then he walked among us to show us how his kingdom's supposed to be. He brought the kingdom down here. The kingdom was within. Jesus said, repent, because the kingdom is near you. The kingdom is right here. He was bringing the kingdom way of doing things. God want us to bring his way of doing things to the earth. That way people will turn to him and turn away from sin. How can people turn away from sin if we're doing it the world's way instead of doing it God's way? You're seeing more Christians doing things the way the world does it and thinking that the world's supposed to follow them. No. You see, as Christians still fornicating, still committing adultery, still lying. Do y'all know what, what really a lie is? Can anybody tell me what really a lie is? Oh, it go deeper than that. Because see, if I, if I bring up some lies tonight, somebody's going to say, oh God, I just lied. We don't really know what a lie is. Because if we knew what a lie is. We wouldn't allow our brother to fall in the ditch when they're asking you for truth and you lying. Suppose I went to Sister Niece and I say, Sister Niece, you got a problem with me? No, Pastor. You know I ain't got no problem with you, Pastor. Then she hang up the phone. I always had a problem with her. Honey, you know how she is. You know how she is. What did she just do? But I did my part, didn't I? <laughs> the altar's open. 
Oh, some of us think we're holier than anybody else. We think that we always tell the truth. We think that we never do nothing wrong. Come on, you need to wash your mouth out with soap. You think you better than somebody else because you don't do it like they do it, but you still lied. Because I'll give you another one. (laughs) Jennifer, girl, that's a pretty little baby, ain't it? (laughs) Jennifer, ain't that a pretty little baby? Yeah, yeah, pastor, that's a pretty little baby. Then she go over there to Monica, that's the ugliest baby I ever seen in my life. Oh, I got another one for you. I just don't say nothing to keep from lying, but it's in you, but it's in you, but it's in you because everything God make is beautiful. Oh, y'all, it's down. It's down tonight. Some people marry handsome men or or beautiful women so they won't have ugly children. You want to talk about it? Y'all want to talk about it? If they ain't light enough, if they too dark, I can't marry you because I don't want no dark kids. You prejudice. And you calling white people, hello, somebody. Oh, I am. I am. We're going to set the record straight up in the house of God. See, this is what's going. That's not God's way of doing things. He made everybody the same. Your blood is just like my blood. It's the same color, red. But we look at it like, I ain't going to be lying. Or a person will buy you something. Oh, thank you so much. It's so beautiful. And throw it in the closet and never look at it again. Instead of telling them, I appreciate that. But that's just not me. How many do that? Oh, you just take it and just leave it. Why is it so quiet up in here? Is it too hot? It is kind of hot, ain't it? Come on, y'all, we got to get to the root. You in a place that gets to the root, and the enemy know your roots. He can get you to lie just like that. Oh, how about this one? You got $20 that I can borrow? No, I ain't got it. You know you got it. You know what some people say? Well, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got no cash. That's why I said, no, but you got a card, a debit card. You can go right there to that ATM and pull it out. And and then you're making excuses and say, well, I didn't lie because I didn't have. You do. You got a debit card. You go to McDonald's and you give them the debit card to get your little sandwich. Thank you. Cash out. Why do we do this? And then say, I ain't no liar. (laughs) I never lied. He never told a lie about you. Just lied. Because <laughs> I remember somebody would call us all the time for money. I said, I just ain't got it. I just ain't got it. Once I started spending time with God, you know what my solution was? Yes, I do have it, but wisdom is telling me not to give it to you. What's up, y'all? See, God, I'm still talking about we bring the kingdom, but we act like the world. When brothers and sisters in Christ cannot be honest with each other, why do you expect the world to be honest with you? If we can't trust one another and we in the kingdom of God, why do we expect our children to look in our faces? You know you're lying and they know you're lying too. 
Don't you come over here lying no more, boy. Well, mama, you told that that's none of your business. I'm grown. Houses out of order. Homes. That's not God's way. When we know God's way, guess what, y'all? We do falter, don't we? But the Holy Spirit is there to convict us of righteousness for us to go back and apologize and say, Jennifer Simpson, I'm so sorry. Like I was telling y'all Sunday with Brother Tyson, it was something simple that God told me to do. I told my husband about it, but I didn't do it. And poor little Tyson, the enemy was jumping on Tyson. He couldn't sleep. If I had a call, Tyson, he called me, though. He did it the godly way. And I said, wait a minute. It was funny, y'all. Who did that to you? <laughs> I'm the pastor. I was finna ham that thing. Who did that to you? It was me. So I said, you know what? Hold it. I should have listened to the Holy Spirit when he told me to call you right then and there. And I didn't do it. I'm the one that should apologize. So I apologize to you. It was a simple thing, y'all. Y'all, I'm telling you. When you spend time with the Father, you can't get over on nobody. Some people don't got so set in their ways, they want people to think they ain't got too much to get what they want. But they're praying for you. But they don't see what they're doing. And when we see things that's going on, Guess what? The, the Holy Spirit, he'll have us to deal with that person. His way of dealing with them. So this is why I'm telling y'all, we have to follow the order of God, the way God wanted to be done. Quit making excuses because you don't want to go to nobody because you feel like they're going to look at you differently. Of course they are because you following him. You're supposed to show them the right way. When you love your brothers and sisters, you do it God's way, not your way. It's better to tell them truth than later on they find out for somebody else and come to you and say, do I act like that? Yeah, you do. Did you already know I was acting like that? Yeah, I did. And you didn't tell me? No, I didn't. And you're supposed to be my friend? You're supposed to love me? Yes, I still do. Love don't do that. Why did you wait till somebody else hurt me instead of telling me that wasn't right? That's not God's way. God goes by the word. And if you don't know, God will send somebody to help you to know. So you will not be ignorant no more. So we want to follow things God's way. Jesus followed God's way of doing. No matter who hated him, Jesus said, everything that I'm bringing to you is from my father. I'm not going to give you anything that's outside of the father. I'm the word bringing what the father want to bring. So that's what I'm going to do. Whether you hate me or not, I'm going to do it God's way. Even on the jobs, y'all, God would bring his way on that job in a loving way where he would turn the hearts of the people towards his kingdom. But he got to have a vessel to use that go into prayer and say, God, this ain't right. You may see an employer treating an employee wrongly and you know you see it and it's wrong. That's when you say, wait a minute, Father, 
I'm supposed to go to my brother and sister when we got odd. Now, this is my employer. He don't know you, Father. But I know what they're doing is wrong. That's when you're talking to the Father and say, how do I handle that employer? Because he don't know you the way I know you. How do I go in with him? And you hear the wisdom. Okay, I'll give you an example. Daniel in the Bible, he worked for the king, didn't he? And they didn't want them to, they wanted them to eat what they were eating. But Daniel knew, no, that's not our custom. We can't do that. But Daniel humbly submitted himself and he requested from them. But guess what else he did? After he requested it, he told the three of them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, let's pray about this, right? That was another situation. But Daniel prayed in that other situation and guess what happened? The king's heart was open, wasn't it? Y'all, we have no excuse. Because if you're in this word the way you're supposed to be, we can shut down strife in the church. The church supposed to be the place that you can come into as a family and be on one accord and be so much about God that when you leave out of here, you out there amongst the harvest. The, the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. And that's nothing but the truth because the laborers want to stay in the church amongst each other, talk to each other, and don't want to help the ones that's out there that need Jesus as their Lord, but want to come in the church and tell everybody their opinion, how they feel about what's going on with this one, how they feel about what's going on with that one. Or when they die, did they know the Lord? Did you minister Jesus to them? We do it God's way and not our way. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Jesus represented the Father while he was on the earth. And I love what Jesus said. He said, I'm going away, but I'm going to prepare a place for you. But guess what he said? I love this part. But my Father is going to send you the Holy Oh, my goodness. We're going to stop right there because, y'all, I got some good stuff. Good stuff. I got some good medicine up here. We'll continue next Tuesday. Because we're supposed to keep order. And I'm going to be honest with you, Miracle Temple. It's some stuff out of order. Because some people are trying to do it their way and trying to prove themselves instead of doing it God's way. Can I ask y'all something? Do everybody in here have a mouth? And with that mouth, you speak either blessings or curses, right? You speak life or death, right? But what did he tell us to choose? So when we, why is it so easy to talk about somebody? And it's so hard to tell somebody the truth. It's easy to talk about them, but you don't want to tell them truth. We want to do it God's way, and we want to do it in a loving way. It's not about us. It's about him. Amen? Do we have any announcements before we dismiss? Any more announcements? Brother Willie?